podcast number three, right? Podcast number three. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the DJ Life Podcast. Podcast number three in the books. We're going to get started today. And today, we're going to be tackling the workflow process of basically what happens with a client from consultation, the initial consultation, and what happens leading up to the day of their wedding in terms of the back end on our side and from what the client sees. So we're going to get into a lot of detail and in-depth conversations in terms of this. So we're going to kick things off here. Uh, well, actually, first off, if you don't know who we are, um, I am DJ Rick Webb. And I am Eric Massingale. Wow, he's so much more aggressive on episode three. Nice. You I'm just, getting used to it. Just wait till the amount of times I do not say um on this one. Yeah, I, I criticized him after editing the last <laughs> one for eight hours that he needs to stop going, um. I drag my knuckles. Yeah. At least me. when At least when you hit the um, though, you like just went ham with t the mm. topic and then i just had to cut out the next um mm. that's all i do is ham <laughs> <laughs> you also chugged a monster before we got in here well, so that has nothing to do with your energy I at always all always just chugged a monster yeah caffeine. We're, we're both caffeine we need a caffeine sponsor for this that would be sick that would be sick anybody wants to sponsor us with uh anybody watching in the future we need a sponsor with a fridge right here with your branding we don't really care who it is, Red Bull, Monster, Bang, whoever wants to sponsor us. This yeah. would be dope. Right I will here. shotgun your energy drinks on our podcast. <laughs> I will shotgun that shit. We've been on for 30 minutes. Time to shotgun another. I've shotgunned so many Red Bulls in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool. Um, Eric, uh, I want you to kick us off here. The initial consultation, what does that look like in your business for um, – we're going to be talking about weddings here. So this is going to be 100% weddings. What happens with that initial consultation? Like, what happens? All right. So things have changed, and I'm going to talk about, you know, how they are now. Um, at first, we were assigning the DJ, you know, before the consultation even happened. It was, all right, checklist, who's available, this person is up next, so they do the consultation themselves. Um, since then, crap, that was a numb. All right. <laughs> since then, we now do not assign the DJ until a month before the date, unless the couple really puts up a fight kind of thing. Um, that's number two. Anyways. <laughs> I got this right. engraved in his brain. All right. All right. All right. Game at home, if you're listening to this, take a shot every time you hear an um or a drink. Just a drink. I'm going to quit commenting on it if I say it. If All you're right. drunk by the end, he did a good job. Right. Anyways. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So we no longer assign a DJ until about a month before the date. So the situation has changed a little bit. Uh, we... We, during the consultation, I am either doing the consultation or the other guy that works in the office does the consultation. And during said consultation, we bring up, you know, oh, we don't assign your DJ until a month before the date. Mm -hmm. So our consultations have switched it up a little bit. Um, what, what we do. Don't, don't worry gonna, about it. Just keep going. Just keep me. going, that's man. You got it. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. All right. So what just we wait do until you start watching it back every time. <laughs> right. So what we do, we are a budget friendly company. We, if we, and I hate, I hate saying this like this cause it makes us sound like super cheap, but basically if we invest too much time into a client, it no longer makes that price worth charging. 
we would have to charge more because we've invested more work in said client. Mm -hmm. So what we do, you know, the DJ no longer does their consultation because it's in their payout. It's reflected in what they get paid. Um, it's reflected in our pricing. And so when we do a consultation, we, we basically try and get the client to shut up and listen to what we have to say. And at the end, if you have any questions, we'll answer them. They never, they very rarely have any questions. The only questions they have is if they didn't listen, honestly, because mm -hmm. we have a script. That's, that was going to be my question if you had a script. Um, and it's, you know, it's loose. It's not literal, but there are a few points that, we, you know, we touch on points as we go. Uh, you know, we have a client go to our website. We show them our DJ gear um, just so they know what they're kind of getting into. Um you know, it's like a facade look kind it's of thing. It's just a picture of your setup. Yeah, it's a picture of the setup that we use. Oh, and it's actually funny because it's kind of like a, it's the ADJ. Uh, it's the nice facade. It's in the that. nice facade, and we don't use that. But they don't, you know, it doesn't matter. It's a facade. It just, it's a it just, exactly, exactly. Uh, so we, you know, we show them that picture, and then we immediately cut to our client portal, which is DJ Event Planner planning, planning forms, the client view of DJ Event Planner, not the deep cut bullshit. But... Uh, so Wait, so, so is this like a, the initial consultation? This is like a video consultation? We do it over the phone. Oh, yeah, that's a super important detail. That's what we I was going to say. This is like a video yes, phone we call? Only, yet again, we only, and we got to keep it within budget, like I said. Um, and a video chat wouldn't be such a huge deal, but uh, we only offer phone consultations. And if someone pushes for an in-person consultation, if we say yes to that, we must be desperate for money at that point in time because that is a clear shot sign of this client is going to require too much attention and they should be paying a higher price DJ because that we're, or mm -hmm. that's not our business model anyway. So, uh, only over the phone and we're, Oh, you know, we say in our, in our consultation setup, like make sure you're at a computer through the phone call. So they're, you know, 99% of the time they're at a phone call or at a computer during the call, we get them to go to the client portal after we show them the picture of the gear. We point out a couple things, you know, we're like, oh, you can pay us online. You can view and print your contract right here. Oh, it's so convenient. You know, there's this little how-to video. If you forget what anything I'm mm -hmm. about to show you, we go show them how to build the timeline. We show them how to fill out the planning forms. And while we show them how to fill out the planning forms, we're, we're, we're selling ourselves. We're like yeah. basically pushing how organized we are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we sh point out, oh, this is where you fill out the start and stop time. And we, we sell, we talk about our package right there. We're like, all right, you know, our, our reception only is four hours. If you get a package though, you save a bunch of money and it's five hours. And anytime, anytime over that you prorate it. But this is just, you know, a quick reference on that. But right, right there, we, we were sales talk. Next section. You dish a price right there, or are you still waiting until the end? They've already seen a price. Oh, okay, okay. They've already seen a price, but we're basically telling them, we charge from start to end. We're not going to budge on that. It's very, because people immediately try and take advantage of you. As a DJ company, they think you're a mom and pop business that they can take advantage of, and everyone's going to try. It's just, I mean, it's, it's kind of fucked up, but it's true. Um, and we're just sticking to our guns and we just say it straight up. You know, if you go five minutes overtime, don't worry. We prorate that, you know, <laughs> like very like, and it's not whatever. Anyway. So then we go down, we're like, Oh, and then we talk about ceremony and logic based planning forms. So mm -hmm. it's like, so you can click yes or no. If we're doing your ceremony, by the way, 
do you want us to cover your ceremony? That's the first package sale right there. If they say yes, immediate, our first package is what they're buying. And then, so they're like, oh yeah, I, I am interested in you doing our ceremony. I'm like, all right, so click yes there. And it populates all these questions all of a sudden. Like, it's just everything we need to know for your ceremony. That's all I'm even trying to say, because I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I'm like, oh, the, all the specific songs for your intros, a bride intro and your exit and, you know, guest, guest arrival, blah, blah, blah. Next section. So cocktail hour. Uh, and I only touch on that for a quick second because it's no upsell. It's nothing about selling. Our no, songs. it's it's always included. it's included with the package, right. the cocktail and, and the reception. So I'm like, so cocktail, uh, cocktail section, pretty much the same. Anyways, <laughs> like move on to the next section. But you could upsell a separate area speaker with uh, cocktails in a different area. I don't want them to know that that's an upsell. I don't want them to know they need uh, okay it's yeah, very I got you, got you, it's got you. very laid out but if they require an extra speaker we charge for that in our planning forms if you click the right button it pops up oh hundred dollar upcharge for that you know because it wasn't listed in in the items you purchased um, got you got you so, so it's right that's an upsell i don't want them to be aware of that's more of a fee it, well i mean yeah and that's because uh, to say it bluntly you, we, you don't want it up front Right, right. You, you want that more of a down the road. I don't want them to think we're nickel and diming them, but at the same time, you can't just ask for a bunch of extra gear that's not included and not expect to be charged. Not yeah. at a budget st statue. Right. Yeah. So in the next section is where we put the bride in her own wedding, and we only do this once. We talk about the introduction. It's the introduction section. And I'm like, oh, and this is laid out like a script, so you can really visualize how you're going to, or how it's going to play out for you. I'm like, it starts with, you know, your bridal party song. And then I say something funny right there. Always say a, a song that is whatever I think they're going to be funny. I've already identified who's the decision maker on the phone call. You know, if it's the dude or the, the girl, I know because they're talking the most. They're the ones asking the questions. Yes. So they're the ones deciding the DJ. So I'm going to make either a joke about a song a guy likes or a song about a girl that a girl likes either way right there so i'm like uh so basically you know choose your favorite beyonce song and, they're like, Ooh. and then i'm like and then list your whole bridal party down the way blah 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 and so after we introduce your bridal party the next section you know introduce bride and groom exactly as follows and you know list your other favorite beyonce song for you guys to come into and then i will discuss how that's like energy peak of the night. I'm like, and the reason we have first dance right after that is just because, you know, everyone's got their cell phones out. Everyone's putting you on their Instagram stories. It's the energy peak of the night. All eyes are on you. So it's the perfect time to do your first and special dances. Another reason we say that and push that is so hard is because it's a bitch to do the first dance and parent dances at any other time. It just compresses all that work right there. And it's actually less work to do that. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so we push that right there. And then there's a section for, uh, or like a question right below that about who's doing the blessing or speech as you go or as you transition into dinner and best way to find that person. And I always make a funny joke right there also about I'm like, Oh, if it's your uncle Joe and uncle Joe is bald, we're actually looking for this kind of description. Describe it as uh, the best way to find that person. 
uh, put like bald guy at table four because it is undoubtedly that guy right there. Heavy drinker at the bar, right? More than likely, yeah. <laughs> and just something funny, um, just light funny because we're doing weddings and I can't be completely ruthless with my humor. But and I gauge that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, you know, that's another advantage of me doing all the consults or me and Henry is because we're super people person people 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 we're good at talking to people uh we we can identify you know who's about who's about who's the decision maker who are we catering to with how we're talking you know um not everyone's basically smart enough to do that i don't know the term but not everyone's just has that mindset of doing that read people not right. everyone can read people right read and also match their level you know if they're if they're cut and dry, if they're if they're super dry, they're not laughing at any of your jokes. They only want the information. Yeah, and you, just you want to them. You don't want to overwhelm the or right. You don't want to continue to try and make jokes that are just like because no one laughed. And you, you don't want to fluff up your speech. You want to condense down what you're right. Say you just want to get to the possible. get to the point. Give them pricing information and get off there. Get, right, and that's if that's what they want, then that's what you got to do on the other end. Uh, anyways, so, you know, we talk about all the intros and then we kind of just quickly say c below that and we're like, oh yeah, reception events, you just choose whatever the hell's going on right there. And then, so the dance part. So we ask you to fill this out a month before the date because that's when we choose your DJ and we want to match you with the best DJ for your style. Uh, we don't want to go ahead and assign a DJ and then it turn out you are super heavy on country music and really like country music and then wind up assigning you a DJ that doesn't like country music. That would be terrible. So here's the three play, and then we like move on, you know, because we don't want them to linger on that thought because some people don't like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. But once it's all about how you sell it, because usually when we say that people are like, that's a really good idea. You know, they'll immediately be like, wow, yeah, true that. They, they forget the whole assigning DJ 30 days out and they hear the matching DJ to the personality. Personality, right. Yeah, they skip over the... Right, but then, then we, we hope so. immediately change the subject and we go right back to, you know, oh, must playlist, play blah, blah, blah. Here's the description of how you fill this out. And then we talk about contract terms, down payment. We get their money stuff. We confirm what they want. Mm -hmm. And then the consult is over. We, yeah, and that's where you answer any questions, right. last like, questions, and ending. any questions. And they're always like, "Why well, you just said so much shit? I don't even know what's going on." And I'm like, "All right, cool. Thanks for talking to me. And here's a contract. And we'll, you know, it'll expire in seven days. Thanks. Bye." That that was actually going to be my last question. Like, what do you? What's your end to the consultation? So you you end the consultation by giving them a contract to, to think on for seven days. Yep. Always. That's it. Because mm -hmm. we, I mean, we have you know all the automated systems. Mm -hmm. So yeah, even yeah. if they're like didn't expect the contract. Our automated system will pull a signature out of them most likely. All right, cool. So on on my end, it's a it's a little bit different because obviously you you get the DJ assigned right off the bat um, with us, and we actually pretty much invest a little more time than what you do with the client. It's just more in our catering. Um, I'm not catering to budget friendly people. That's just not what I'm aiming to do. Even though our pricing right now is kind of on the average side. Um, this is what you got to do to establish a footprint, establish, unfortunately. Establish it, it, a footprint, yes. And we've put in that footwork kind of already. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sucks. <laughs> it, this whole virus thing has made it worse. Anyways, I handle all of the initial phone calls for the most part. Sometimes they are more willing to talk to Marcellus if he's the last available option, so we end up working that out. Um, but there is a loose script 
um, to describe, but ours is a little bit different. I don't just walk them through everything and lead the call. Um, typically, it's reversed. Um, so up front, they're already seeing the information in terms of what the average price is going for so that they're not shocked when they see over $1,000 uh, for our ticket price. And um, we're pretty much, I expect them to always look at our website prior. That's super harped on in like the initial lead that we get. It's basically like, hey, check out our website. Hey, check out our, our wedding videos on our website. I want them to go look at our videos so that they see, they have an idea of what they're getting in terms of experience. Also, there's a video on me basically giving the spiel that you would give in a video call. I already have it on our website pretty much that walks them through all the stuff that they're going to get. Um, so on the phone call, I'm and I don't do video calls because all that visual stuff should have already been taken care of on the website. Although I'm considering now that you said that, that's a very good idea to do that. Well, the video, like, this yeah, is the how you do it? Yeah, they require a video. Um, so might be changing something on that end. But um, what what we do basically or what I do on the phone call is pretty much ask them, so what are you looking at getting? Basically, I'm just trying to get an idea of what they're looking for. What's the vibe you're going for? Are you going for club? Are you going for pub? Uh, what what type of music you're looking for. I'm trying to gauge basically what have you seen at weddings before? That's a very common question I ask. Um, so if you've been to a wedding before, what did you like? What did you not like? Um, because we have a lot of things that we can offer to sell them. And I pretty much, I've already uh, scoped out their venue too. Um, that's something I always do before I jump on the phone call is know what venue they got. So I know what sort of things I can sell that'll work at that venue. Some venues you, you can't do a monogram. There's just no flat service to do it properly other than the dance floor, which I hate selling because it looks like shit. Anyways, different lighting things work better. Our wash lighting doesn't work with low ceilings. Up lighting looks better. So that's something I can pitch during the sale. So I get an idea of what they're looking for off the bat, stuff that they want and their experience level. And then I kind of just walk them through um, just touching on the things that are already on the website, a two-person team, the wedding planning app. And just if they haven't seen it or if they didn't know, I give a little quick spiel about it to explain like what the wedding planning app is or how the two-person team works at a wedding with the assistant and the headliner um, providing basically a day of coordinator in a way um, so that you don't have to have a day of coordinator. Um, that's kind of one of the bigger things I pitch on it. So yeah, it's just judging their, their vibe and basically answering any questions they have up front. So I'm, it's a lot of back and forth off the get-go and the consultations range in time. After we pretty much answer all their questions and I've explained all the, the main hitters that I have on my script, the things that I want to make sure that they understand and they know with our services, it, it we go into pricing. And because we don't do packages, it's, it's a build-your-own style um, so I have the brochure and I ask that they open it up and I walk them through the brochure in terms of what they're getting um, so they understand how the bundling process works in terms of uh, these are the prices but you get a discount as you add on stuff and the way it works and stuff. These are the essentials, these are enhancements and that's kind of where I pitch on the different enhancements that are going to work for their venue uh, and based on what they've told me already if they're like looking for a club style. Well, this lighting will will work better for that sort of style. Um, the two movers are going to provide you with beams. That's going to provide more of a club style atmosphere. If you're really trying to go for a party, and oh, we can add in LED foam sticks to even better your party experience if that's something you're looking for, and just sales stuff. I have a script basically for every one of our add-ons. 
these are the key things you want to mention. Um, and I did that purposely because Marcellus does handle some of the phone calls. And after that initial phone call, they might want to have a phone call with Marcellus if that's the DJ that they're having. So that way he can reference basically everything I've told them prior. So we're on the same page in terms of that. Also, during the whole entire phone call, inside of our HoneyBook window, there's a note section. And I'm pretty much writing down everything that they're telling me. All of the details, all of the information. Um, both so that if I'm not DJing it, Marcellus can reference it. But just in general, so that I can reference it or Marcellus can reference it in future communications. So whether it's a follow-up because they haven't booked yet, whether it's just down the line, we forgot that they already told us something like that, um, the note section is just a good thing for me to reference in terms of follow-up text and stuff that we do after the fact to keep it a little more personal and a little more fluid. Main goals after my consultation, I always ask them two questions. One, do you want to see a proposal to see the contract um, in terms of what, basically, do you want a proposal with basically being able to sign? Uh, 90 plus percent of them, um, as long as it's within their budget. I get a lot of people where they're like, you're, you're kind of up on our budget. I don't want to, and they don't ask for a proposal, but 90% of them I'm sending a proposal. And then the other thing I'm always asking them is, Hey, that wedding planning app, would you like to be able to download it and try it? Cause I have to create you an account profile. Cause a lot of them will basically be like, Hey, what's that app so I can download it? And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. I have to create you an account. Um, otherwise you can't just go on the app store and download it and plan your own wedding on there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. I have a bigger success rate with clients that do choose to get the portal or the, the app. You have the portal. I have the app. <laughs> we have an app. Well, yeah, you've, I know you show me. It's basically the portal. It's basically <laughs> the portal, um, pulled up in an app form. But, yeah. yeah well, it's um, an app. Huge success rate with people <laughs> actually booking that do have the app in place. Mm -hmm. whether they sign the contract immediately or down the road. It's just, it ties them more to the company. It's more interaction, more steps that they're taking. Um, so that is pretty much how our initial consultation works. And then there is possibly a follow-up consultation if they choose to. Sometimes we do them in person. It really depends. Uh, most of them, though, either sign the contract or they don't, one or the other. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. There's a third option, you know? There's a third option. They contact you and they tell you the fuck off. Put it into layman's terms for me. <laughs> yes. So either they sign it or they don't. But some of them opt for a extra consultation because they want more information or um, they just want to meet the, per the DJ in person. Right. And that's what I was talking about, about, I, you know, but if for people you start it, doing that with us, it's like, ah, you're, you're going to be a problem. Just we're full. Sorry. <laughs> a problem for your business. Right. Well, it's just because like, it's just, that's not how you're modeled. Right. It's, you don't we don't have the, the budget to spend all this time on you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, like if you're trying to get a budget company, expect budget. Yeah. I mean, service yeah. or minimal yeah, I don't even I don't know. know how you I don't really that. know. How do I word this to make myself not sound like shit? <laughs> but for real, it's like, I mean, you're not getting a crap DJ, but there are just certain things that are not included, and that's like 50 consultations. You know, it's just not how it works. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Less of in-person, more more times than not, they're actually just getting a, um, they'll be texting Marcellus. Like, I'll give them his number, or um, if they haven't signed the contract yet, I'll tell him to text them. 
basically like, hey, text them and just see if they have any other questions just as a follow-up in our chain. It's built into our workflows, but that pretty much covers initial consultations leading up to the book process. Um, to, to correct uh, what uh, Eric told me, they either book and sign the contract or they don't. Right, yeah. That's pretty much it. So the next phase for a client or for us in terms of work, which this is really the, the no work phase, is kind of the the long-term process leading up to uh, the wedding. So weddings book of varying amounts of times out. It's different depending on region. I would say our area is roughly, what, what would you say, about eight months to a year out or six? Six like months the average booking? Yeah, the average booking. Yeah, eight, six months, eight to six months. Eight to there. six months. It's rare that it's a year or sometimes. I know in different areas, I know Barr told me it's like normally they're booking a year in advance normally all the time, but it just depends on your area. I know area our area is about six to eight months, so for us, our long-term phase, um, you would say probably the short term is what, 60 days out? Sixty. Are, are you talking about like a, a client signing a contract? So I'm just saying like a, um, what would you, where do you start like the short term process in terms of, what would you say, if 30 days out a DJ is assigned? Yes. So you yeah. would say that like the work starts 30 days out for you guys for the most part. Roughly. It, I'm, not, I'm thinking like short term is short term is always like where the work phase starts. And then long term yeah. is kind of like the automated stuff. Like I said, it's I mean, we do. I mean, ours is automated. Like I after after I do the consult, I don't do anything else at all. Literally, I have to choose the DJ. Me neither. Um, yeah. I have to choose the DJ. So I have to go click whoever's available and whatnot assign it but then past that you know the client and the dj or the client schedules their own final planning meeting and then the dj will call them and do a you know 15 minute phone call also and that's that's the only actual work before the wedding other than downloading their music Okay, so so that's like it within that month out phase. Yeah, that's uh, in the so, last month. So what is the client getting or the couple getting in terms of emails, communication, other like up other until that point, up until that point, right? You know, well, minus like social media because social media is is technically a form of communication, right? Um, you always just post stuff. Yeah, we always stuff. post stuff on social media, and that technically is communication. But what direct forms of communication are they getting? Right. I mean, we'll you all we send them emails and texts, um, not overbearing, but we. You know, and also during the consult, we talk about how all the all the real planning is done in the last month. You know, mm -hmm. up until that point, there's really no sense in it because they're going to change their mind on a bunch of stuff. So, typically, let's just say it's six months. Um, you know, yeah, six months out. About six months out, we'll shoot them some kind of like, oh, you know, we have all this other stuff we sell just in case. We're trying to upsell them an email, maybe like a photo booth promo video or something. Uh, other than that, we'll shoot them our playlist information. You know, it's like, oh, check out these playlists. Uh, but, you know, we shoot them an email. It's really just to let them know we're not bouncing with their money. You know, it's just really so they're just comfortable and know that we're we're still alive that's actually what we title them is we're alive not to them but to us that's your um, reference yeah and they go out it's either once a month once every month and a half something like that we just say something and it really it's slight value add but not really and then in there there are three upsell 
attempts. Uh, and then other than that, we don't say much until other than balance is due and other than fill out your planning forms, which they get three reminders for all that stuff. Four, four reminders for all that stuff. And that's pretty, and that's pretty much it up until the short term. Yeah. Up until that last, and even, you know, the planner reminders don't even start until a month and a week out. So actually, no, those, all those are actually in that last month too. So, like I said, you know, we touch base at roughly every month and a half up until the last month. Okay, so on my end, it's a little more aggressive in terms of communication. But then again, it's it's all automated. So what I've done is I spent, uh, I spent a little bit of time and basically wrote up a series of 10 different personal tip articles. Um, so it's a variety of different tips, anything from like venue layout to... Um, how to outdoor receptions in terms of like things you can do, like you can spray down the grounds to avoid bugs, just little things here and there that I've noticed over the years, just tips, just tips of common stuff that we as DJs and industry professionals know um, that works and doesn't work at your wedding, um, wedding parties. So you want to talk to your wedding party ahead of time to basically be on the same page with them. Like, uh, because that is your team. That is what's going to support you. That's what's going to give your party. So I wrote up a series of articles. They're anywhere from a paragraph to three paragraphs. And those go out interchangeable with um, days till your wedding reminders. So I send out 200, 150, 150, and then 30. So five different emails get sent out. Um, and they're not just a big old 100 days left to your wedding. Um, they're kind of rote. So they don't seem automated. So like 50 days out is wrote somewhere along the lines of, um, Hey, uh, Cheryl and Bob, uh, wow. It's only 50 days left to your wedding. I can't believe time has flied so much. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you check on your planning forms. I'm going to do the same, um, just to make sure everything's in there. Just little reminders basically to do their planning forms and tips and those get sent out roughly every two weeks. One or the other is getting sent out um, in that normal six months, six to eight months out. If they book a lot sooner, it's spread out a little bit more over that time period in terms of the tips. But the, the 200 in that obviously is 200 days, 150, et cetera. So in the long term, that's where that's going. Um, upsales, we also do that. And it's dependent on if they booked upsells beforehand or not. So being that I am kind of in the establishing footprint um, stage of the business, I'm doing a little more um, what you would say labor right now. And that is I'm offering basically um, site lighting demos. So um, one, every venue that we've never been to before, we always do a pre-site inspection just to get an idea of the what equipment we can and cannot bring into that vicinity. Can I roll in gear? Can I not roll in gear? Um, do Can I get a trailer backed up to this facility? Just stuff like that. What's the outlet situation? Just so we have an idea of that stuff. But I pitch a lighting demo because it'll cover both. I'll, one, be able to go there and do the sighting section, but two, I'll bring along with me a couple of uplights, a monogram projector, a couple pin spots, a wash effects too, just a few lights, some string bulb lights so they can see them in person, um, whatever they're considering. But basically I ask them, hey, do you want to do a lighting demo in your space? And if they haven't booked lighting already, that's a huge point for me to want to do a lighting demo. 
Um, and it doesn't really matter when it happens. I tried to pitch them to do the lighting demo about four months out from their wedding. But I'll go out there. Um, one, I'm doing the site inspection. And two, I'm going to show off all the lighting that they can possibly get. And every single time I do it, they book something. They add something on in terms of lighting. Um, so that is what I do in the long term. And then there's also two other emails for upsales dependent upon if they actually booked that before. So there's one for uplighting and there's one for a monogram. Those are the two main things we always try and sell, a monogram. and But there's little basically initiative emails um, that basically be like, hey, what's your wedding colors? It's just getting them to reply. And then I reply back with, have you considered like washing the room with uplighting? It's a little bit more labor intensive, but it gets them to respond instead of just the, hey, you considered uplighting, you'll do this and this and this and this, and they just never respond. It's just getting them a little back and forth, or again, for personal communication. Um, I, I harp on that we keep base with them and touch base with them in terms of um, the initial consultation too. I, that's one of our selling points is, hey, we're not going to just abandon you. We're going to be constantly in communication with you. You can text us whenever you want. We'll answer you. Um, and that's just That's just part of my sales strategy. But that's what the long term looks like um, for our company. In terms of what we do, again, a, a lot of that has to do with at least the, the site inspection part, and that is more or less where we're at. Eventually, that will become no more uh, because, one, I'll have videos that basically show off every last single thing in pretty much every single venue that we're trying to work in, and two, we'll, we'll have um, we'll have pictures and videos, and yeah, we'll have all the content to be able to not have to go in person, and we'll know all the venues for the most part. Um, but that leads us into the short term. So that uh, short-term process leading up to their wedding, um, I would say 30 days out. That's typically the short the short term for us as well in terms of the short term. You kind of touched on yours. Um, you assign the DJ, and the client, for the most part, does all the planning for you. you. You guys don't organize the timeline, any of that, right? Right, yeah, we set them up to do every, all of that themselves. All right, cool. A uh, little bit different on our side. We give them the option to, but I like to dictate in a way how the timeline works. So even if they do arrange it however they want, um, normally I look at it and there's things like the first dance right after the grand introductions. Um, I guess you cover it in the consultation, but um, I pitch that after the fact. I'm like, you know, it it might work a little bit better, and I give them literally the exact same thing, the – all the eyes are on you. It works better. I mean, during the final planning meeting, uh, and it, I mean, it's up to the DJ, mm -hmm. but if they switched that, you know, it's like, oh, the first dance, this and that, or after dinner, I'm positive that DJ is going to be like, you know what would be better? <laughs> like, you know what would be way You know what would be more, better. You know what would flow a lot better than that weird idea you did, <laughs> came up with? So, so um, that actually is on it's not me doing all of them either. I do my weddings. Marcellus does his weddings. Right. So right. we're 100% after pretty much after the initial lead consultation and booking. Uh, if it's Marcellus's event, I'm pretty much out of the picture. I have reminders to check in on him and check in on the like the planning process. The like I, I think it's it's like 20 days out. Uh, there's a reminder for me to hey check this couple's uh uh app check the vibo account for them and make sure the dj's been getting on them to do planning and then if they haven't i basically send marcel's text be like hey I, I noticed they haven't done it yet do you do you need my help to like get them to do something 
right. or not. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, up until that 30 day mark and really past that, I even say it's the two week mark in reality Yeah, uh, is when they do that final planning meeting with their DJ. You know, it's me, it's me or Henry is his name. Henry's the other guy that works in the office, uh, communicating with the bride and groom if they need anything. But 90% of the time we don't have a, we, we don't get a single question at all, you know, just because our stuff is, you know, it, it makes sense. There's really no, no questions. They, and if, if they have a question, they're going to text the DJ. Yeah. Well, no, they don't have the DJ's information. Oh, they, right. They text us, gotcha. um, which is what we want. We don't want the DJ to be invested in any way until it is time to do the event. You want their job to be as close to a job right. as possible right. and not want, a, you do this for a living thing. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, I mean, not like see, that's not, see, basically, not what I'm we, saying. I'm saying like you're, you're, constantly doing stuff for it right it's not it's like so all right so let's say that bride cancels her wedding Mm -hmm. well i don't want to have to i don't want for the dj to have invested time into that gig therefore deserving money that they haven't received yet i got you right um therefore if if the gig gets canceled no sweat dj wasn't even counting on it you know Mm -hmm. Um, and that's actually has really helped us through this COVID thing. Um, all these like, what the hell's going on? Reschedules, cancels here and there. Well, yeah, I mean, I, the DJs are like, all right, so, you know, I got to go on an unemployment for a couple months, but they weren't doing all this math, you know, based on like, oh, I have all this coming. I wasn't giving them half a down payment and stuff like that. There's no financial wreck kind of thing other than the, the obvious, we're not doing events. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely came to came it, it came was, in handy. Yeah, that was thank God. <laughs> yeah, and um, so we we always do. You do a phone call, but we always either do a video call or an in person with our couple prior to the event. We shoot for a month of three weeks out, but it normally ends up being two weeks out. Just always ends up that way, and um, dependent upon if we've done that site inspection or not. Um, and if I did the lighting demo, whatever, if the site inspection is still on the board, we always try to like, hey, let's do it at the venue just because we're trying to knock out two birds with one stone. So that way we don't have to do extra work. Um, but that's just the requirement that I have in place is we do a site inspection and we document everything involving that venue and take our pictures because we want we want to have pictures for reference of that venue. Yeah, because venues. It's surprising how many venues you Google and they don't have a picture worth a shit of their venue mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy it's, it's here it's a here thing it, it i think it, it it's in a it probably yeah it varies on area i know in ohio is the same way there's no pictures online um Some, yeah, but it kind of makes sense because a couple's never going to book a venue based on pictures they're always going to want to walk the grounds and see the venue prior similar to us we want to see the venue prior Yep. Uh, and we, the DJs do sometimes meet their clients in person for that final meeting. Um, if they push for it, we just try to aim for the phone call. Less if, work, less yeah, requirements. Right. But if they ask for an in-person meeting at that point, yeah, we'll meet them. In, they'll, they'll meet them in person. We'll go to a coffee shop or something to meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. So that was the couple interaction. Uh, what was the DJ have to do? In terms of that for you, I mean, we you kind of already touched on it, but I have a little more stuff that the DJ actually has to do prior. I don't know what you mean. So, from the DJ standpoint in your in your company, what 
does he have to do? He has to organize the music. Oh, all right. He has to. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so like, they, do you have a requirement they, that they, they have to have the music uh, two days ahead of time already downloaded? No, I don't. I don't. I I have a thing about micromanaging, and I try mm-hmm, to yeah. I try to not as best I can. Because if I'm going to work for someone, I don't want them to micromanage me. But if they needed micromanaging, they would not work for me. Right. So they're fine. Gotcha. Right. Anyways, uh, so they they have to. They get the reminder because I have, you know, all the automation to be like, oh, you have a meeting, you have a meeting, you have a meeting, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they log in, they print out the planning information, they host the meeting, uh, phone call, in person, whatever it may be. Uh, and then after they solidify all that information, then they get the music, however they get it. Sometimes if they have to buy a song off of iTunes, they'll send me a receipt and I'll just refund them on their paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, but however they get it, they it is on them to get their own music, and that's it. Do do you require them to do any pre communication with any other vendors? No, we have all that automated too. Okay, so you already have automated emails that touch base with like the right, right. You send them the timeline. Is that what you do? Or yeah, yeah. We send them. We send the coordinator our timeline and uh, you know the first dance choice and all the song choices and then and then and I, I guess you guys handle checking to make sure that matches what cuz if you're sending it to a coordinator sometimes they're like well mine's different than yours but you guys handle that not the DJ uh well honestly if if that were the case I'd be like, well, our start and end time is this and actually it doesn't really matter that we have a timeline at all and I mean like it. the order of events <laughs> Right. Like if the coordinator has a different idea for the order of events they and it would differs. Just coach the DJ. I really wouldn't even put, I would probably ignore their email. I'd respond, but in reality, I'd ignore it. You know what I mean? I'd be mm-hmm. like polite about it, but okay, so this shit switched around. All right, I'm sure the DJ knows. Because they, they go over everything with the couple, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the couple like lied to the DJ, you know. Gotcha. Um, and it's right before the wedding. That's why we wait. We don't like to do it a month out because if we do it a month and a half out or two months out or something, then they change their mind two weeks before the date mm-hmm. and they've told their coordinator. And then we'd be getting that email a lot more often and there'd gotcha. be some validity yeah, yeah. to it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, just because it's a common thing that we've started doing a lot lately because it's just been asked. Um, do you guys like... Does the DJ, what if like a couple asks for a custom mix? We charge, and I do that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been a common thing. We've been asked a lot lately um, after, I guess it's probably more or less because we we have them in our videos. Um, literally, we have a video titled Custom Father Daughter Dance, and it's like just 20 songs mixed together that Marcellus made. Right. But um, It's like 19 minutes long. Yeah, the the the, dan- the dance literally is like an eight minute dance. He just posted That's it for the so... first time on YouTube today, and I was watching that like, you should I'm like, this is so long. Back. I know <laughs> it's like, well, this is fun to watch. <laughs> well, you notice that like after the first like three or, three or four songs, like all the crowds like, yay! I know they're all wow. checking, checking their Facebooks on their phone. Yeah, like they've stopped recording and they're just Anytime done. Anytime people ask for stuff like that, I'll I'll tell them that I'm like, listen, like I I know that it's a thing but after after and, three or four minutes it's and the sad part is he did cut it down so the bride found a video online of this being done 
um right but but they they played like it was like 20 seconds per song Mm -hmm. and he cut it down to like 10 like it it was like two verses and that was it but yeah custom songs are a little bit so um i guess on our end um again it's either marcellus or myself i just touch base on marcellus if he's doing anything it's kind of i'm experimenting with how this is going to work because again experimenting for scaling down the road um i've made my mistakes if you go watch the other podcast i talk about the mistakes I've made in the DJs we've hired, we talked about, that was in the last episode, wasn't it? Mm, we yeah. talked about all the mistakes we've made and how to hire the right DJs. So go watch podcast number two if you haven't seen that already. Um, so for right now, what it works is the DJ gets tons of reminders. Uh, and the way our system works is it's a task. And I, I strictly tell him, if you have not completed this task, do not mark it off. So that way I know you have not done it yet. And therefore, I know to help you if you need help. Um, and that way, I don't micromanage you either. Um, because initially, he was just marking it off that, yeah, I, I checked the – or I, I, I transferred some of the planning form or I didn't transfer all of it or um, the planning form's half done. Um, and he was clicking off planning form's done basically. Um, and then I would go and check the planning form as my reminder a few days later and it's not done. I'm like, dude, you can't – like leave it unchecked so that way I, I don't have to commute, contact you and be like, yo, it's not done yet. Um, if you leave it unchecked and I get the reminder, I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, I mean that was a huge, you know, and keep – I have more DJs than you have it's true. also. Yeah. Um, and so you know, pulling people by the hair to do things the correct way, it just gets unfeasible. It's not even about – I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. people make mistakes, but that's what it boils down. It's not like they're idiots – but sometimes yeah, they're, it's they're just full-time it's, college kids sometimes. Yeah. And like I'd have a client email them and it's a bride. Keep that in mind. A bride, yeah. a needy bride email and with a question and you know, whoever the DJ was just like read the email was doing something else and playing a video game it. and forgot, didn't respond. I get an email two days later. What? You know what I mean? Like what's going on? Is my DJ okay? Uh, is it, are we still on yeah, for the and wedding? And I'm that like, was back you when you didn't. Talk? That was back when the DJ got assigned ahead of time. Right, right. Yeah. right. That was just some of the issues. And you know, you like you said, you it's you and Marcellus. Um, it's different. You know? Yeah, and it's it's all an experiment right now. We might change it down the line. Right. But. Well, I mean, it. You know, if you were doing ten DJs, it just it just depends. You know, I, I mean, would need, I, I, I would know need plenty a bigger of, staff to know, handle it. I know plenty of people that have more, way more DJs than me. And are doing that, what mm-hmm. you're doing, yeah. you know, it's not unheard of. I'm just saying that like, that's, it just didn't work for us. Yeah. No, it, it's trial error and just seeing what works for you, what works for your company, your area, et cetera. Um, so right now, Marcellus or myself is in charge of basically, we, we do a little bit more work. So we just kind of ask that our clients fill out our planning form, which asks all the questions and then we fill out the actual timeline a lot of that has to do with the fact of our system right now um, is not optimized to make it simple for the client to do it um, it's not easy for them to move them around or uh, it it's easier than yours trust me yeah I'm sure no it's it, yeah. I'm sure it's so much easier than a system Wait, can I you don't click and can you click look. and drag events on DJ event planner click and drag events like the different timeline marks I can't remember 
It's been it's been so long since I've actually been on a You mean plant. like creating a timeline? Creating a timeline. Is it like click and drag to yeah. different areas? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So right now on Vibo, it's you got to click at the options key at the top. And then you click move. And then you can go through and you can move them up and down. If it helps, it, um, the client clicks and drags. I don't click shit. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's so – it moving events around is like – it's not intuitive and it's not laid out in a way that makes sense mm-hmm. um, enough that I would be comfortable basically for what we're trying to offer to basically be like, hey, yeah, just go in here and do this right. and this. It's a lot easier for me to just ask the questions in the planning form and then we can do it a lot quicker on the desktop. Um, that's one thing. They don't have a desktop. We have an app. They have the app only. Right. It's easier to do in the on the well, desktop. Also, I mean, you know, like Vibo is way cheaper than DJ Event Planner. Yeah, totally. 100% cheaper. <laughs> That'll all change, though, in version 2, which we're working on now, hopefully. Um, it's laid out in a way freaking better way. It's like it's nine-day difference. I, I'm, I, I, they need to move quicker, though. Trust me. It's like they, they're telling me first quarter of 2021. Well, I guess it works out now. With I, was sure, I'm, I was just being a dick. I'm yeah, sure I mean, fine. you can just point out that event planner can cost you like 20, 12 bucks a month, something like that. 20 is the standalone. I think I was paying like 10 yeah, you can get it for ten, but it's you. You don't have a custom URL, and it yeah. comes with oh, a custom okay. URL if you do twenty. I must have upgraded to the bigger one then, because I had custom URL on mine. Mm. Um, anyways, I just didn't understand how it worked, and then I met Eric, and I already switched. So right. there's and I'm that the god of DJEP. <laughs> yeah, if, that's uh that's plugged in the description down below. Automate your DJ. Yeah. Anyways, though, um, we handle setting up the timeline for them. We basically send it to them, basically like, hey, does this work? What do you got any questions? Um, we want to kind of have it set up so that when we go into this final consultation, we're pretty much just in there bullshitting. And uh, one thing we've started a lot recently, um, because normally we try and do it in person for the final consultation, is uh, we don't like meet at a coffee shop. We, we try to meet them like at a bar. We honestly try to meet them at a bar or like a cool little hangout spot. Maybe we can get a drink. Um, because we're really shooting for them to feel like they know us closely and that we know them. I would I would deem a coffee a coffee shop that though. It depends on the clients, and um, we're really trying to push like the party vibe and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and that actually that idea was from one of our clients. They li- they literally were like, "Hey, we'd rather meet at a bar." Um, so from now on, we've asked coffee shop bar like that's our thing we we basically like would you like to meet at a coffee shop a bar um and we've had a lot more people want to meet at a, a bar i guess it has something right. to do with the stress level and they're they're finally done and like it's all done um like i said you know if for in person in any way they got to twist our they have to go out of their way to email us through the automation yeah to want to in-person. set up an in-person meeting yeah we're we're, we're advising it um and that's just something. Uh, right now, I, I really want them to feel like they know their DJ. I want them to be on a very close level. So day of, they're like cracking jokes with the DJ. Um, literally like they know them like they're best friends. That does help. That helps a lot. And that helps with reviews and mm-hmm. referrals and every, everything. Everything, literally period. Every, yep. So that's why we do that. That's how we do it. Um, it's catered to be more one-to-one just from day of. Mm-hmm. That's just the whole business mindset. Custom one-to-one literally that's how it's laid out um but yeah that's pretty much it the dj does download all the music organizes all the music he is responsible for um 
buying his own music though on my end just the way we work it if unless i already have it so he has access to my library if i have it he gets it um and vice versa so we haven't really he hasn't really had to purchase any music though period nine times out of ten i have it um but that's pretty much it he he does all the planning oh vendor communication um we don't have it automated so the dj is responsible for um going on there and seeing what vendors are already there and sending them an email with the timeline it's very simple it's just a reminder that pops up says hey take the pdf freaking planning form pop it in an email yeah. and carbon copy all the other vendors and basically send it to them um it's it's amazing how many vendors reach back out and and say wow you're so much better than other djs because no one ever sends us a timeline i'm sure you get the same email I, they respond it's crazy they sure do respond I, I i'm amazed that them don't one thing on honeybook that's really interesting i think i told you about this but because honeybook was originally for um photographers there's a ton of photographers already on honeybook so when you create a workspace in honeybook and you add them into it all of their profile information pops up and everything and they get a notification that they've been added to it and then you send them a little email like hey i wanted to create this little workspace so that we could collab and stuff and they like lose their shit they're like you use honeybook too mm -hmm. and um i don't know it just links like that yeah. it's crazy i've had i've actually um gave some photographers some tutorials on how to use honeybook better nice. for automating it that'll help you mm-hmm they know me a little better yeah. at that point. They know the they'll business a little better. <laughs> I'm single too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Photographers are normally single, man. A lot of them are. Normal single. You, all right. Anyways. Anyways. But that pretty much is the process. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the process leading up to the day of from consultation to leading up to the day of, of everything that happens. Right. And then there's also you know, maybe a future talk before the consultation leading up to the talk of book a consult. And then, uh, after, yeah, the lead process, right? Yeah. The, as I would the call whole it. lead process, collection of them and how you deal with them, workflows and shit. And then, uh, you know, after, you know, during the wedding, starting yeah, we at can, the wedding and on starting day of what happens. Right. Uh, and we'll touch base on all that. Yeah. Another but time. those are for, or, future topics but i want to highly recommend at this point right now to ask you guys for topics we are 100 percent literally filming every episode based on comments or dms basically saying hey we would love for you to talk about this topic if it's a good topic we'll talk about it. this one right here um was a comment i believe on the last uh podcast where someone pitched out like two or three ideas and one of them he was like talk about the workflow process from consultation to um day of so that is what we're talking about yeah. here so leave us a comment find us on instagram dm us uh with some ideas um or just say what's up um i'm eric massingale eric underscore massingale on instagram and I believe he Just is DJ Rick Webb. DJ Rick Webb. No spaces, no nothing. Yeah, DJ Rick Webb. You can find that information and spelling in the com or in the description. description below. Yes, find it in the description. Or if you're watching this on YouTube right now, um, it popped up over our faces and our heads right now. Cool. But um, that's pretty much it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget, if you're on 
whatever source you're on, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, whatever you're listening on. Uh, there's different ways to interact, but uh, leave comments, leave interaction. Uh, we love your guys' feedback. We are now on pretty much every single listening source out there um, from Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts. Um, there's Overcast. I can't even remember all the ones, but basically I went through and I set us up on pretty much every last feeling. Spotify is the main one though. Anchor, you name it. If we are not on it, leave a comment down below and tell us what platform we are not on and I will get it set up. It's very simple for us to add our podcast to pretty much any streaming source out there. Um, but yeah, that's everything guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you guys in the next one, or I guess you will hear us in the next one. Peace. Peace.